Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you process the collective trauma of the pandemic and begin to heal your energetic wounds. It is an energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month you will receive three new crystal healing sessions Plus, you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make your healing a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hi everyone, this is Damla Aktikin with A Drop of Om, and today I am so excited to have Holly Emerson here with me. Hi Holly, welcome. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. And Holly is a, you are a dream oracle and you're the founder of the Dream Oracle School. And I actually want you to explain what a dream oracle is and what and what that means um and give us a little like in big brush strokes um a little bit of an idea of how you got there as well okay sure so a dream oracle is someone who can essentially dream on behalf of other people so i can go into the dream world and connect with other people's spirit guides and higher selves and soul and what have you to receive messages and guidance and insights for whether it's my client or, or someone else with their permission of course and so that's what a dream oracle is and how I got here was very unexpected. <laughs> I had no idea that I could do this through the dream world. And uh, long story short, I had gone to Egypt with my spiritual teacher, Brooke Still. And uh, it was a retreat slash sacred site tour that we had gone on. And literally, it just kind of activated and awoken in me at that time. And it wasn't really until about six months after that, I really started to um, 
understand that I could do this because my teacher never disclosed to me that I could do this. She knew, but she just kind of, you know, was, is a great teacher and just guided me to discover this on my own. And it was interesting because when we were in Egypt, there was uh, the temple of Hatshepsut that we went and visited. And she had said to me, Holly, did you know that there was these oracles that used to work for the Pharaoh? And what they would do was they would actually go to sleep. And through their dreams, they would be able to go into the minds of the quote unquote enemies, or those who wanted to overthrow the Pharaoh, uncover what their plans were, and they would wake up and tell the Pharaoh, you know, this is what the plans are. And that's actually, according to my teacher, how Hatshepsut reigned for as long as she did. And I was like, wow, that is so cool. I didn't know people could do that. It just really kind of resonated with me. And then uh, about six months after I had come back from Egypt, I had an Akashic record reading. And this woman basically said word for word what my teacher said. And she said, you were an oracle in Egypt and you work for a pharaoh and you work through dreams and like <laughs> literally said exactly what my teacher told me. It was pretty wild. And so it just kind of all unraveled or um, like woke up from there for me. I love that. I love that. Um, there's something to be said about sacred sites too, because of the energy they hold. Um, that are like the chakras of earth that can awaken what might be hidden in your own chakras and your own body and story. So I want to dive right into, because I have you as the dream expert here, <laughs> are there different types of dreams? And if yes, what are they? Yes, there definitely are different types of dreams. And there's, there's so many different types. It's really hard to say all the different types, but you know, there's, there's definitely the dreams that we have that are the mundane dreams that feel like the brain processing. I call them brain dumping dreams. It's just your mind is processing what you can't process in the waking world. Cause we're constantly bombarded with, I think it's between like 75,000 and 150,000 messages and symbols and images every day. And our conscious mind can't process that. So we do have those brain dumping dreams. And then there's dreams where you know, we have healing dreams where we can talk more about this too, since this is like healers conversation, but um, yeah, you can actually use your dreams to heal certain aspects within yourself or within relationships, um, overcome certain challenges, things like that. So there's dreams like that. There's, you know, prophetic dreaming. There's, um, what else? There's so many, there's Oracle dreaming. So like my dream Oracle dreams are different than other types of dreams, telepathic dreaming. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, I love that. Um, one of the things you mentioned in your dream work, which I think ties to what we're talking about is you mentioned people having unique, um, dream Oracle ways and abilities, so the way you retrieve guidance and information through from the dream world might be unique and different to you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, you mean like how it varies from dream oracle to dream oracle or dream oracle to uh, everyday dreamer? I think uh, both. Let's do both. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, so in, in terms of people listening and people wanting to experience 
explore their dreams as a source of guidance more. Okay, yeah. So definitely, I believe that when we go into the dream world, we are... The dream world is essentially the realm of spirit. It's the infinite. It's the collective consciousness. It's the universe, whatever you want to call it, whatever word resonates most with you. And this is a collective space. And we are connected to everything and all things and every being. And so through this space, whether you're a dream oracle or not, you can tap into that wisdom and learn to consciously use your dreams to help navigate your waking or physical world. And so the different, there's, there's a, the one side of using your dreams, like I just said, and then there's also the dream oracle side, which is different where I can go into the dream world or a dream oracle can go into the dream world and get that wisdom on behalf of somebody else. Did and I answer your question? Yes, in a way. So what you're saying is um, what you do is a little bit different than what someone who goes in just for their own awakening might be. Yes, doing. yes, it, it is different. Yes. Yeah. And tell me about um, how do the, um, how does the language different that is the language dream language unique to each and every person or do you find that there are common themes of like I don't know being chased or falling <laughs> that <laughs> mean just the same and the one thing or is it very unique to the individual great question so I always talk about personal dream language and then we all have our own personal dream language which is why when we google or and try and look up certain aspects or symbols of our dream, the answers that we might come across don't always resonate. It's because we have our own personal dream language, meaning we have dif different associations to different symbols or places or people or relationships than other people. So this is why we all dream in our own dream language. And you can't um, just make blanket statements of, you know, if you have a dream and your teeth are falling out, it means X, Y, Z you know, or if you're falling, it means this, or if you see somebody die in their, in your dream, it means that they're going to die or something. It's not like that at all. Mm -hmm. uh, can you give an example about like how the same thing, seeing the same thing in a dream might mean two different things for two people? Yeah. So I often use this example of a dog. You know, I love dogs. Dogs are joyful, playful, they're fun, and I have a good association with dogs. If you are somebody who has maybe a negative experience or trauma around a dog, having a dog show up in your dream could represent trauma or negative experiences that, you know, that individual um, has placed like that symbolism on a dog. Mm -hmm. So it seems to me that um, it's up to you to pay attention and, and perhaps in the awake world, go deeper into what you've seen and sort of figure it out. Um, and I'm assuming that might take time occasionally, like we may not always have a deeper understanding of, oh, okay, I saw this in my dream and it, it, it means this. 
um, unless someone worked with someone like you who went and dreamed for them. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. Um, so I've, I've actually um, done dreams like for somebody who've had repetitive dreams and they're like, why am I dreaming this? I can go into the dream world and find out that answer. But what I always tell people to do when they're wanting to explore what their dreams mean is to focus less on the symbolism and focus less on the thing that, or the imagery that's necessarily coming up in their dream. And first start with the vibration of the dream and the energy of the dream. And what were you feeling and experiencing in the dream? Because it's not just the one symbol that we should focus on, but it's kind of the totality of everything that you're experiencing in that space. And I think um, that's one thing that that's like my biggest tip, you know, is don't focus on the one thing, focus on, you know, the energy and the vibration first, and then feel into what the rest of it might mean. And also do this from a place of your intuition, like drop mm -hmm. into your intuition first, like out of your thinking mind and into your intuition and ask these questions. Right. How does, um, I love that. And how does, um, which brings me to, I'm trying, okay. So if I really wanted to get an answer to a question in the dream world how does how does intention play into and ritual play into dreaming um, with the particular intention of spiritual awakening or perhaps looking for your looking for guidance about a particular subject or question um, so intention and rituals how does it work yeah they are very fundamental you know when we start intentionally working with our dreams and setting that sacred space through ritual before bedtime, it is like opening a door in a way and saying like, okay, I know, and I'm aware that my dreams contain wisdom. And I am consciously going to be open to receiving it versus, you know, what we normally do is just like, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> it's very different. And so when we do start working with ritual, bedtime rituals, dreaming rituals, and intentions, it can be so powerful. So powerful. I love that. And what I'm hearing you say is it's not so much, it's not like you give an input to the system, like a computer, and you're expecting a certain printout. You're more opening up to the wisdom of what needs to come in that particular night and dream. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably a nice gentle way to start is just, you know, starting with an intention of like, I'm open to receiving X, Y, Z from my, my guides. I'm open to receiving guidance. I'm open to receiving healing tonight through my dreams and not judging what comes from our dreams are necessarily trying to understand the dreams in the beginning. You know, it's just like opening that door and just consciously receiving it. Yeah. One of my intentions more often than not every night is um, occasionally I might ask for help in processing something, but more often than not, I ask um, to be worked on by my soul guides and soul helpers and just whatever needs to be done for the next stage of development for me and my, <laughs> my community, let it happen while I sleep when I'm most open and, and receiving um, in a way. And that's a nice gentle way of receiving healing too. Yes, um, I love that. So is there a, let's say that you want to 
ask a question is there a particular way to formulate a question for dreaming there is um i am very specific about it and when i teach my students this i i do my best to guide them a lot because it's something that I've found actually takes a long time to kind of learn and make it specific enough and simple enough to actually get the answer because our dreams can be so convoluted, so random, so mishmash. It's really important to create a very simple and like, um, like pinpointed intention so you can more easily connect the dots with the dream that you had. Mm -hmm. And how does how does that play into um, a ritual? Meaning, um, like, is it just a, a thought that passes from your your head, your mind, or do you write it down? Um, or does it differ from person to person? Yeah, it differs from person to person. And I think, you know, for me, I memorize my intentions and they're very simple and I will, you know, sometimes focus on my intention throughout the day, like it'll just come up and I will focus on my intention. Um, other times it will be something that I set just before bed. So it really depends on the individual and how much, you know, the individual wants to focus on that intention. You know, sometimes it might be helpful to write it down on a post-it note and stick it on your bedside table or have it on your mirror. So when you're washing your hands throughout the day, you can see that that's your intention and that's what you're going to go into the dream world with. So it, it really is, you know, up to the individual and what intuitively feels right for them. So what I'd love to dive a little deeper into is the dream oracle part, because to me, that's, that's very unique. Um, and it's, it's actually the first time I've heard about something like that. I've had actually in my family, um, my grandmother would, if, if I was about to, I don't know, enter a big exam or something big was coming up in my life, my grandmother would call my mom and say, like, I had a beautiful dream. She'll be fine. The exam will be fine. So I know about that. Um, but I don't think it was necessarily intentional on, on her part. And my mom does that too. And pretty much all the women in my family that I know have a dream connection. <laughs> but <laughs> what you do is, is interesting to me because you're, you're entering into the vibrational realm of another person. And like we were talking about, everyone has their own symbolic language and you're, you're retrieving that symbolic language and translating it from your language to theirs and anyways i feel like that's similar to what i do in my healing work as i feel into people's energetic realm and chakras but i'm curious how that plays out for you in the dream world yeah so it's interesting when i dream for somebody else the dreams are very different and I have students where I teach them if they feel that they're called, they're a dream oracle as well. I, I have a practicum for them. And they're always like in the beginning, like, what are you talking about, Holly? I'm like, just trust me, you will know. And they, they experience the same thing that their dreams are so different. However, the dreams are still in that dreamers and dream language. So if I say I'm dreaming for you, I don't know your dream language, but what happens is in the dream world is I, my, my guides, know my dream language. They know how to communicate with me. 
my guides will connect with your guides and they'll have like, for lack of a better words, conversation and tell my guides what they need to tell me. So my guides will share the message with me through my dream language that came from my client's guides, your guides, for example. And so that's, that's kind of how that works, but it is interesting how like energetically it still feels so different and how the dreams might, um, or the, the symbols and what I experience in the dream is still so different from my own personal dreams. Can you give us, I love that. Um, can you give us examples of, um, is there specific questions that you you're diving into answer or are you looking for like just like a general guidance and what would be an example of a kind of information that you gather in that realm so when i do my readings for people i always do my best to position the questions so they're most empowering for my client so let's let's i let's come up with an example here so oftentimes people will want to know um you know when am i going to meet my soulmate you know and 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 i i go back and forth with them and i only go into the dream world with an intention and question that feels good for the client and so but i'll go back and forth and position it something like you know what does susie need to know, do, or heal in order to best align and attract her highest soulmate. So it's not about, you know, Susie, you're going to meet your soulmate. His name is going to be Joe Starbucks on the corner in two weeks, you know, like, no, 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 no. It's all about what does my client need to do? What actions can my client take to align within themselves to their highest self for their highest outcome, whatever, um, their question might be, I always do my best to align it to that because, you know, I've, I've, I'm guilty of, of getting readings done in the past where I'm like, okay, can you just tell me when I'm going to meet my soulmate? What is his name? You know, for the longest time I was looking for some guy named David. No, <laughs> David never showed up. <laughs> and so it's not helpful, right? It's, it's more helpful to help people understand what their own internal blocks are and how to, overcome those blocks and how to heal them in order to move forward in the life in the direction that they most desire. So that's how I always position my readings is to be most empowering. Yeah. And are there um, practices or is, is there a sort of a period you recommend for people to integrate? Because I feel in my work too, when I work with someone one-on-one there's a lot that comes up and then there's a need for like digesting the information and I think for you and I also what we're gathering and working with has a different time construct than our linear time construct so <laughs> it takes a while for things to seep in have you found that to be true for you or your clients is there like an integration period afterwards yeah there is and i mean it also comes down to each individual client and their willingness to take action on the guidance that they've been given and so you know if they if they take the action their the outcome and the integration will be different versus just hearing it and they'll still receive 
the integration. And I feel like the downloads are still there for them. And that just might take a little bit more time in this linear timeline that we that we exist in and that we're speaking to. Um, it just might take longer for it to fully be downloaded, so to speak, but definitely yes. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'll work with clients over a month, you know, and I'll do like one reading, but it's like a very big reading and I'll work with them energetically through the dream world as well, just to help that integration. So, um, you're sort of assisting with, with their energetic healing in the dream world as well. Mm -hmm. And how about scary dreams? What, what do they have to tell us? I'm sure you get this question all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, it's it's really hard to do like a blanket statement as to what that scary dream might be, because it would it would mean something different for everybody. Even if it was the exact same dream, it could mean something completely different because we have our own personal dream language. Um, but you know, if a scary dream is out of the norm for that particular person, then I think it's definitely worth exploring what, you know, that, that can mean for that person. And I always say, you know, drop into your intuition, maybe do a meditation and go back into the vibration and the energy of that dream and start asking these questions and connect with your guides and say, you know, what, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to show me right now? And see what comes up because there might be symbolism that pops up or that you might remember that you don't, that you didn't remember before. Mm -hmm. So I find that exercise can be helpful for people. Um, so Holy, so we've talked about you dreaming for others. We talked about people sort of stepping into their guidance and intentional dreaming for both of those. What do you think is the healing component? What about this process of dreaming or someone dreaming for you he is healing for people. So we can talk about um, like people having their own healing dreams. If, if that's kind of what you're, what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, when we go into the dream world, we can actually heal parts of our subconscious or just ways of experiencing something that we have in this waking world, but we can shift it through the dream world. So sometimes our conscious mind isn't ready to process things consciously in this waking world. And that can be a hurdle for us. And sometimes what will happen through the dreams is we can actually do that healing work in the dreams whether that's like conversations with people that we can't have those types of conversations in this waking world, we can do that in the dream world. And there can be this energetic shift between these two people, for example. And also, you know, with the, the dream work that I do is I will do that helping them in the dream world. So they won't necessarily consciously be aware of it, but for my clients, and if they, if they want that, then that's something that I can do as well. So when someone um, connects with you, <laughs> have you ever had um, uninvited guests, so to speak, because you're dreaming for others? Has, has there been instances where um, someone you know and someone you care about is also showing up in your dreams? Because that's something that occasionally happens to me. I might sense and feel about, about a friend going through something and I, like we have tea then 
in my dream that night and then I let them know I'm thinking about them so do you have um, invited or uninvited guests occasionally in your dreams yeah yeah definitely definitely there's been times where friends have shown up in dreams and they've shared with me some personal things that I didn't even know about in this waking world and um and we just chat about it in the dream world and then you know maybe I'll wake up and I don't bring it up with them. I just might reach out to them and just say, Hey, thinking of you, how are you? And you know, that kind of thing. But I don't, when it's personal things that I know, um, they might not be ready to have that conscious conversation with me. I don't pry or dig, but if they come to me in the dream world and they have this conversation, then I'm there and I'm there to support and offer help. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be, I know you, you said the biggest tip being paying attention to the energy of the dream rather than specific things or specific happenings. Um, how do you advise someone to, to start dreaming more intentionally? I would start with doing like creating that ritual, creating that sacred space before you go to sleep you know, it can be so many different things. Maybe it's having a bubble bath or maybe it's just lighting a candle and doing a little bit, a bit of smudging before bed, but just starting to like intentionally um, create that space and, and open up that energy, like open up that door, I think is, is huge. You know, it's kind of like nourishing a friendship you know, like, how do you start a new friendship? You reach out to that person, you create the space, you connect with them. So it's, it's kind of the same with our dreams. And I think, you know, that bedtime ritual, that dreaming ritual is such a great place to start. Hmm. And is there a particular way you remember your, or make note of your dreams? Do you write about them or do you just recall them? How do you go about it? So my biggest tip for this, if you're somebody who remembers your dreams, is to use an Apple Watch, actually. And I use my Apple Watch, and I have this app called Just Press Record. And it's, it's a widget on my app, and it's like the first thing that's on the screen at night, in the middle of the night. And it's like a button that I push, and I do voice memos. So I do voice memos throughout the night of my dreams. And in the morning, I write them down in my journal. And you'll be amazed if you're somebody who remembers your dreams. If you start voice memoing your dreams, you'll be like, holy smokes, I've had five dreams. I thought I only had three dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the- that. I actually, mm-hmm. I'm, I write, I have a literal. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, some people, no. yeah. If that, if that, if that works and you have like mm-hmm. a, a I can't, if I wrote in the middle of the night, it would just be scribbles and I would not understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that time in between um, getting out of bed and just awakening from sleep, that's a very sweet time. And that's often where I ask questions like, what's the priority for me today? What do I need to pay attention to today? And sometimes I hear one word, one sentence. Sometimes I hear music. I might hear a certain song with lyrics that speak to what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, like the other day I was hearing, there's this beautiful song, um, 
chanted by by children called breathing in breathing out so I was hearing that so that was my mantra throughout the day um and then occasionally I hear very specific I'm clairaudient so I hear very specific um things like I might hear the name of a person <laughs> that I need to look up for connect, connecting for a podcast or for something else so um I think there is there's the dream time but then in in that connection there's a lot of sweetness and and potential for people to go into connecting with the spirit world yeah definitely definitely because you know we are still like we're in this like really nice space between you know we're not necessarily fully back here and we're not necessarily fully in the dream world or the spirit world but we we're more conscious and so we can actually pull that information like you're you're saying you do in the morning in that very sweet space yeah and it's it's for me it's it's fun um I'm excited to go back to the dream world and try some of your tips about getting into an intentionally open open state I love that um but it's it's also fun it can be you can find out a lot about yourself you can find out um a lot about I feel like things that you you maybe don't see that might be hidden and um, there's a lot to discover and play with in that space both the dream space and the awakening <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I mean we are asleep for almost 33 percent of our life so <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of time and when you can start you know using that time to consciously support you in this in like your actual waking world it can be quite powerful um holly i know that one of the other things that you do is um you bring out channeled dream oracle messages for the collective and you actually share them freely i want to ask you in this beautiful pandemic time <laughs> has there been any repeated messages or or things that you feel have come forward a little bit more strongly for for all of us to hear? Ooh, good question. Um, so I feel like the messages and the like what spirit primarily shares with me is tools to help people kind of in the now and in the moment to shift through and navigate all the changes. And there seems to be a lot of messages around reflecting on past but not from a place of like living in the past but from a place of learning the lessons and even revisiting things where we feel complete and feel like we've learned everything there can be more nuggets of information because we are shifting and growing and evolving so much we can now look at those situations and experiences and lessons from a different perspective and draw more from it and that sort of seems to be this theme that keeps coming up where there's like this cycle of, of um, reflecting in order to fully shift maybe what we didn't fully shift before because now we're doing it from a place that is more aligned than we were before when we received that first lesson. I love that. And, and for me, I call that spiraling growth. Like you mm. go through <laughs> the same cycle, you hit the same wound, but each time you do, you're at a different vantage point. 
now you can look at it differently and peel another layer and another layer and so on. And sometimes there are bigger jumps, sometimes smaller jumps, but the healing continues indefinitely. So I love that. Yeah, I love that terminology. I might have to borrow that. <laughs> it's a great way to look at it. <laughs> I have a YouTube video with very advanced drawings about it. I'll, I'll share below this as well. So thank you so much, Holly. This has been such a rich conversation. I want to ask you something that I like asking all my guests, um, if I remember, <laughs> which is, um, what's what's next for you what are you curious about what are you what is opening up in your in your work in your life what is next ah that's a really great question because I've been sitting with that a lot lately and what it feels like is I'm going to be launching a podcast so I'm very excited about that and it's going to be conversations as well with other inspirational people so I'm excited to connect more with other magical beings and share other people's gifts with others because I think we have so much to learn and grow from each other and alongside each other so I'm excited about that and just shifting in my business you know I really want to simplify and really focus on working with my students and nourishing them and serving them as best as I can. So taking things off my plate so I can be a better teacher for them is something that I'm consciously looking at creating and asking, how can I do this better? How can I be a better teacher? And how can I show up better and support them better? So that's definitely on my mind as well. And just like play. I want to play, you know, just like get outside and play, be in the sun. I'm really looking forward to summer. Right. <laughs> and, uh, well, I think by the time this is out, it'll be like full on in the middle of summer. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Well, Holly, thank you so much. And I want to direct people to your website, which is holyemerson.com. And you have a free dream guide there that they can download. I'll include the link as well. And you are, you can be found on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube as Dream Oracle Holly. So you're, you're pretty accessible. People yeah. can listen to your collective um, Oracle messages and find out more about your Dream Oracle School where you're teaching how to dive deeper into all of this. Um, but this has been so much fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Damla. I'm so happy and excited that you had me on. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.